0: Hello, thank you for listening to Thyroid Hair Loss Connection podcast, a science-based, honest, candid conversation about how your thyroid affects your hair. You will learn practical solutions to hair growth, healing your thyroid, and balancing hormones with holistic nutrition approach and the latest treatments. Your hosts, me, Natalia Sanzo, a registered dietitian, AKA Nashville thyroid expert, and Kimberly Vaughn, a board-certified trichologist, hair loss specialist, and coach. To stay up-to-date on the latest topics, make sure to subscribe to our channel. We also cannot do this without you. Send us a question to the link below and tune in each week for the answers. Now, let's head to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for joining us. Today, you're going to learn a little bit more about the reasons behind hair loss, thyroid connection, and why we felt it was so important to begin this podcast. Natalia Sanzo is going to share her personal journey, her struggles, why her hair became brittle and started falling out, breaking at the ends and just didn't look like it used to, why she started gaining weight. I think even up to 20 pounds, she said she gained, why she was always cold. And the list goes on and on and on. And you can't see Natalia right now, but I can tell you she has pretty amazing hair. So I think it's best if we start out today and let her share her personal experience. And then you can hear a little more about me,
0: Natalia. (laughs) Thank you, Kimberly, for such a sweet introduction (laughs) and a sweet compliment. So um, hi, guys. Uh, You may be asking, how did I get street cred around here? And how did I choose this path? And honestly, Kimberly, you know, I feel like um, I did not choose this path, but the path chose me because I used to be one of those dietitians who thought that diet and exercise were the foundation of health. Now, it all changed when I was diagnosed with Hashimoto thyroiditis. That's an autoimmune thyroid disease that happened back in 2016. Um, other than my 20-plus you know, pound weight gain, it seemed that hair loss was the most devastating th- sign of thyroid problem for me. And you know, Kimberly, I'm sure our listeners can relate. After years of struggling with Hashimoto's and getting disappointed uh, in conventional medicine treatments, I turned my life's biggest challenge into my life's work and passion. Because right now, in my private practice, um, All Purpose Nutrition LLC, that is based here in Nashville, I practiced a whole body approach. And as a registered dietitian and Nashville thyroid expert, I have been helping people since 2015 address their thyroid disorders, gut and liver health, food sensitivities, and intolerance. And as a nice side effect, we all grow lush hair, and I think every woman and man wants that. So my goal is to empower my clients and my listeners now to demand better care and not to give up on the challenges the thyroid disease may throw their way. So um, that's my little uh, story. What about you, Kimberly?
1: Oh, thanks so much for asking. You know, I want to share a little bit about my history and why we're doing this, but you brought up so many amazing points. Talking about Hashimoto's and it being an autoimmune disease, boy, I think we can really focus a couple of shows just on that Mm. alone because it's such a big topic. But until then, let me tell you a little bit about my goal and and why I'm here and why that you and I are going to make such a difference in so many people's lives that are listening. So I started many, many years ago, and I'm not going to tell you because then I'm going to share my age. So let's just (laughs) say it was longer than 20 years ago. I started working with chemotherapy patients and radiation therapy patients as they started losing their hair due to treatment cycles. So I always felt like you know, we were always being reactive, right? We had to wait for the chemo drugs to take effect. Was it going to be in 10 days? Was it going to be in two weeks or three weeks? So it was always a waiting game. As time moved along, I said, you know what, we have to be, we have to get to this issue before because clients were devastated that this was happening Mm -hmm. to begin with. I'm telling you this because it really kind of, points out the reason that we now have become much more proactive than reactive mm-hmm. because I felt like I was stuck in this reactive environment right, right. so the hair fell out chemo drugs did their th- did their thing right mm-hmm. the <laughs> cocktails changed i mean sometimes breast cancer cocktail was one you know ovarian cancer was a different radiation therapy on the scalp was causing permanent hair loss mm-hmm. so again we were very reactive One of the main areas, though, that we started focusing on with many of our younger clients, and I think probably every client should have and would have had an interest Mm -hmm. in this. It was my shortcoming that I didn't see it, but we started focusing on what's going to happen when their hair starts to grow back. Once the drugs rid the system and we can start being really proactive about getting the hair back, we started focusing much more on that in the beginning of the procedure than at the end. Fast forward, today, we can honestly say that at HPI Hair Partners and my personal passion is all about moving forward in progression. How do we get in front of the problem before it starts? So with Hashimoto's diagnosis, many times the reason that patients find that they have a thyroid issue Mm. is because their hair loss started. Exactly. So which came first? The hair loss or the Hashimoto's? Well, we know, and concretely we'll talk about that in another episode and the science behind why that happens. But we just wanted to make sure that HPI was on the cutting edge of holistic health and hair loss. And why the two are so important to look at as a partnership, not as a single
0: entity of which comes first and which is second. Exactly. Yes, I'm 100% agree. You can't just treat hair loss while your thyroid is still destroying uh, or your immune system is still destroying thyroid. So I think this partnership and this podcast is gold.
1: Natalia, so such great information, but you know, our listener has to be as perplexed as I was when I tried to start getting ahead of the hair loss issue for my my clients, right? So, hair loss thyroid, what
0: is the connection? Kimberly, that is such a great question and I know a lot of our listeners are thinking the same thing. What is the connection between thyroid and hair loss? Now, in the uh, example was Autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Your immune system attacks and destroys your thyroid gland. And this action causes a low grade uh, inflammation in the whole body. And your body thinks of this as a stress. And you know, stress causes hair loss. There is a direct link. So that's one connection. Second, When your thyroid is not functioning properly or being destroyed, your thyroid antibodies, we call them TPO antibodies, are very high, which indicates the continuation of uh, an autoimmune attack on the thyroid and inflammation. And again, we know that inflammation causes hair loss because I'm sure you've had a few clients that had um, inflammation on their scalp and the research shows that it actually kills hair follicles. Um, another one of the other connections uh, that research shows that ninety-five percent of thyroid hormone is converted in the liver and gut. And with poor liver and gut health, um, you know you you will not be getting enough thyroid hormones to every cell in the body, including hair follicles.
1: Natalia, so I'm going to stop you for a second. Woo, you have a lot of information there. We're going to break this down just a little. So, let's go back to something you said initially when you said that you started losing hair and you also gained weight. So, in addition to those two side effects, oh my gosh. I mean, what else goes on when you're when you find that your thyroid is low? Because that's your endocrine system, right? And doesn't mm-hmm. that really affect everything that's going on in your body? I mean, Raynaud's disease, cold, fatigue, constipation. I mean, what else can happen, right?
0: Gosh, yes. It's, there, there are so many signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism, or let's talk about just thyroid disease in general. I mean, they, we, we're talking, of course, hair loss, brittle nails, dry skin, um, infertility. A lot of my clients uh, struggle with with that. Cold hand and feet. Or if you go on the other spectrum of thyroid disease, like hyperthyroidism, you have um, weight loss and uh, heat intolerance. I mean, we can go on and on. And because we have so many signs and symptoms that may resemble other diseases, that's why it's so hard to diagnose thyroid disorders because they resemble so many other disease. Excellent point. So, you know,
1: I think it's been now probably two years that we really took a look at the labs that we started drawing for our clients when they would come into the clinic and we realized that we were drawing two particular thyroid labs, and it was you know free T or, or free T three or free T four and mm-hmm. t- TSH, right? right? And many times those those numbers would come back in range, and we're certainly not endocrinologist or any form of autoimmune specialist, but it's definitely something that we look at and then are able to refer that that client on, mm-hmm. but the functional medicine physician that oversees our practice said, you know what, you're missing it. It's not just about those two levels. The thyroid is much more complex, and the body can absorb on an uptake, and discharge on an intake and vice versa. And so, therefore, we needed to start drawing and requesting seven to eight different labs just to make sure that was thyroid the issue and then get the patient out to an endocrinologist or to to a specialist. How do do people know that? I mean, because general practitioners are amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't have enough time in the day to say, oh, well, whoops, you know, we missed this. Let's go back
0: and you know, it's just so challenging. It is so challenging. Our endocrinologists are amazing, and they are saving our lives by providing thyroid replacement hormone therapy for us. But their hands are tied in the hospital, you know, because the insurance does not allow them to run all the labs that we do in our practice. So that's one thing. They compare lab work with outdated ranges because we are looking at the optimal levels not just standard and those standard ranges is are actually 15 maybe 17 years are outdated uh, as the research grows we we evolve and uh, the endocrinologists are stuck in the big uh, hospitals and carp- corporations, they don't have the freedom that you and I do. I think that's why we're different. And that's why we can help our clients dig deeper and get to the root cause of their symptoms with normal thyroid labs. Oh, most definitely.
1: So then moving on. So, right, you're losing hair, you gain 20 pounds. How did you figure out your diagnosis? How did you connect all the dots?
0: Well, luckily, because I have a medical background, I spent five years uh, studying nutrition and the human body, I just knew that something was wrong. And the doctors kept telling me that everything was fine, All my labs were fine, but what they didn't or never checked was my TSH. Mm. So I took charge of my health, and I went and got... Uh, lab work done on my own. My TSH came back a little bit elevated, and my endocrinologist said, well, you shouldn't be feeling bad, but let's start you on thyroid medication. Um, so that's how I found out, because I was pressing. I kept saying, there's something is wrong. I know my labs are okay. I know my hormones are okay, but something else is going on. And I dug deeper. hmm So, again, we have to be the advocate of our health, right? Absolutely.
1: Um, And just pushing forward. And certainly, as if, you know, thyroid disease happens and occurs in men and women. However, we see more... Cases in women, right? And so I think the issue is, is that stepping up and really being in control of your own health and making sure that if you are having any forms of symptoms that you've just described, that you keep pushing forward and not let up until you finally get to the end point of some of the answers. You know, one of the things that you were talking about are all the symptoms of um, hypothyroidism. You know, the other thing that we see in the clinic a lot, because we offer permanent makeup services, Mm -hmm. is that this also causes eyebrows to thin. We see that many times the eyebrows thin all across the the brow itself, Mm -hmm. or other times just the tip, you know, on the Mm -hmm. outside of the eye. And so, it's just—it's still—it always is amazing to me how that one organ can control so many areas in the body. And, and you know, no, um, it it doesn't make a difference today that, you know, your eyebrows thinning slightly. But sadly, if you don't pay attention to those— those little bells, as I call it, right, or those little (laughs) triggers that start to happen, they become nightmares. And then your system is totally out of shape and out of whack. And it takes so long to get back into shape. Well, now you mentioned that you started on um, medication. What if someone doesn't want to go on thyroid medication? Do they
0: have options? Kimberly, this is such a great question, but every patient needs to understand that thyroid replacement is used to treat people with underactive thyroid, whether it's caused by autoimmune disease, radioactive iodine treatment by hyperthyroidi- for hypothyroidism, or surgical removal in the case of hyperthyroidism or thyroid cancer. We know that thyroid gland is responsible for you know so many vital processes in the body. So leaving thyroid disease untreated or not taking medication can actually result in some serious side effects. For example, if left untreated, a person will start experiencing, well, let's say fatigue, constipation, mood changes, memory problems, muscle weakness, goiter, stiff joints, and of course, hair loss. If a person has hyperthyroidism and stops taking medication, or not doesn't get on medication, they will experience rapid heartbeat, increased sweating, anxiety, fatigue, tremors, and of course another you know one more time, hair loss. So I do want to say that if someone wishes to stop taking their medication or thinks that he or she is taking too much, I would recommend making a list of your symptoms and and reasons for stopping your medication then share your concerns with your thyroid doctor and see what he says. Now, medication only replenishes our thyroid hormones levels, but it does not alleviate the symptoms, the weight gain, the intolerance to cold, the hair loss, and everything else because Hashimoto affects your whole body. So, how do you expect to take just one medication and heal everything else, heal your immune system, heal your gut and liver and all of that. It just does not work like that, unfortunately. And that's why I'm in business, (laughs) because that's what I do. I address a whole body.
1: Perfect point. The whole body is really the key here. And I think, again, not, you know, beating a dead horse is an old saying, but, you know, one of the main reasons that we have brought our knowledge and our experience together, the thyroid hair loss connection is just important because it does impact the whole body. And I think our listeners will believe that as well, especially because sharing your personal journey, also being able to bring in actual clients and patients of both of ours who can really tell their stories about how they realized what was truly causing their hair loss and what other contributing factors and other autoimmune, you brought that word up earlier, right? Other autoimmune factors that could be lurking somewhere in their system. So I'm excited. Um, Listeners, we're excited to kick this off. We're so happy that you're here. We want you to know that each and every week, the topics are going to be science-based. They're going to discuss ways that holistically and naturally you can support your thyroid and turn your hair loss around. And we want to make sure that you know that your questions are so important. So that's the reason that we draw your attention to that email link below. Please reach out to us. Let us know what's on your mind. We'll be happy to get to it in a coming podcast. And we also want you to know that if you're looking for more information, Natalia's website link is below and so is ours at HPI Hair Partners. Feel free to reach out to us in one of those platforms and we can certainly move you forward along this journey much faster than before.